Hello. We're live on the Vergecast, which I, as a man, have still completely not learned how to begin, and I refuse to try. And that really characterizes our show, uh, a lack of effort, <laughs> a refusal <laughs> to try very hard. For people who can't see the video, you literally struggled to remove your fingers from the keyboard. <laughs> you, like, you, you realize that you need to stop. And, and your body revolted on you. No, it's, I, there's so many tweets to send in, out oh, in the world. Gosh. Hello, this is The Vergecast, where we talk about The Verge, uh, which is cool. <laughs> uh, it's at theverge.com. Uh, but we talk about it with people who work at The Verge. I'm one of those people. I'm Neil I. Patel. I'm Chris Plant. And I'm Sam Sheffer. And I'm very worried about the opening segment of our show. So Sam Sheffer is Hi. our social media man, our Snapchat about town. Uh, a, a, a notable hype beast. <laughs> uh, well he's a, he's yeah, whatever. Sam has been wanting me on the Vergecast for a long time. It's true. And uh, and here I am. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> to be honest, I've been drinking, uh, and so we're letting that happen, um, which is fine. You apparently have ice in your beer. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. uh, this is this is a drink I like. It's my favorite drink. It's okay. one I make regularly. It's called whiskey in a cup. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard to make. <laughs> You're so refined. Yeah. You, what you do is you get a cup. Sure. Then you put the whiskey Oh, okay. In. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I haven't had a sip yet, but as soon as Sam starts talking, I'm convinced. That, uh, so, Sam, tell me uh, about some stuff, man. How you doing? Doing great. Um, I've been riding some electric stuff around town. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, been riding some electric stuff around town. I've uh, been writing some stories, which is a lot of fun. Um, and Snapchatting a lot and people yeah. like Snapchat and people look at Snapchat all day. It's kind of crazy. It like, is. I put something up and there's lots of views on the snaps quickly. Yeah. So, it's, it's crazy. You also, yeah. there's a series where in episode six of our Snapchat series called beef or bus. It is essentially thumbs up or thumbs down with anything and everything in the universe. Yeah. I think it's the best series on the verge. Thank you. I, I agree. I'm actually, I do agree. <laughs> Not even a joke. It's, it's yeah. a very simple idea and easily digestible. <laughs> 10 seconds and you're done and that's it. You that's move on with I want your everything day. in my life. <laughs> 10 seconds or both. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Am I entertained? Yes. Beef. <laughs> <laughs> Keep no, going. Here, I think The Verge fundamentally at its core is simple ideas roasted to perfection. Mm, that yeah. makes roasted like, No, no, no. It's like when I go to roasted? a nice... Roasted? Is that what you <laughs> no, said? No, no. Roasted Do you know what roasting is? Are you aware of it, what roasting is? I went to college and I've never heard of roasting before. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> not it. <laughs> roasting is... Uh, there's a like a chain... Like a chicken chain in uh, Wisconsin where they... This is true. And it's like high pressure deep frying. And they call... This is true. This it's not fact. like bros roasting bros. No. Yeah, that sounds like like you don't expect it, and somebody hands you a rotisserie chicken. And you're like, oh, I got roasted. Yeah. And you have to eat it all in like five minutes. Oh man, I'm googling. Yeah, but that's what it should be, and I'm actually pretty confident that's roasted. Oh my god, roasted. It was invented by LAM feline in the early in the early. Okay, I'm stopping. Roasted. Roasted. Uh, I'll, I'll but, eat the chicken. But we do have a content series, it's true. Yes. Uh, it, which we literally describe as Sam rides things. Right? Yes. Like yes. The last one was a motorized unicycle. That which, one. By the way, today, we, you know, we, we were hiring all these new people. So our new coordinator it was like her fourth day today. And at one point, she was sitting next to me. She was like working hard. And she was like, well, they've got out the robot. Or the, uh, the robot is out. Our robot was like floating around. The motorized unicycle is also in play. 
And then there was like a, a Sam was on a motorized skateboard. There are now two of them in the office. and everyone was just like standing in circles, like Instagramming each other. And then there was just like calamity. Yep, like everything crashed into the each other. The robot crashed, and uh, it was. I did not know that our new coordinator. I thought that was just a new writer, and I didn't no. realize it's essentially the person who has to make sure we don't kill ourselves. No, she's scared. She's not <laughs> happy about. Oh it. no, and she's, she's very talented and very nice, and we're gonna kill her. That's what's oh going to happen. Um, but no, that's, she's, I mean, she was just like, well, that's happening. I mean, at one point she was like, well, the robot's involved now. And she's <laughs> like, there, like, is, there is a unicycle you. behind me. Um, I guess I'm so just Sam, what third. is the most interesting thing that you have ridden on? Ooh. Um, the, uh, the unicycle is super weird and uh, like cool, I guess. It's like, I rode it home a few times and I took it to Central Park uh, and so there's two types of people that see me on this thing. There's either you don't see me at all or you see me and your head does a complete 180 degree turn because you are so dumbfounded because there are no pedals on this thing. And I just sort of rock and back and forth. Um, it's cool. I wrote it in, when I wrote it in Central Park for the video, I got stopped probably like five or six times. A group of kids like swarmed me and they were like, can I ride it? Can I ride it? Um, it's cool. I busted. I <laughs> Did busted. Did you want to ride it? Uh I let one girl sit on it, and then 15 kids were like, I'm going second. I'm going third. I'm like, guys, I got to go film. Sorry, and I took it away. Guys, <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys. Away. Yeah. And I, like, I got back away. on my unicycle, <laughs> and I dropped peaced. the mic and took off. And they ran um, after you because you weren't going fast enough. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't have any brake lights or anything, so riding it in the bike lane at night is pretty dangerous, um, which I've done. And I made it home alive. Um, and it's full. It's cool. It's fun. And then I rode this uh, that one wheel thing back at CES last year. It's got just one goat cart tire in the middle, and it's like a weird uh, yeah. balancing thing. Was it the thing. board of awesome? Is that, that what no? It's the board of awesomeness was that crazy thing. The first Verge CES actually, it had a Windows tablet controlled by a Kinect, and your hand was a virtual gas pedal. It was nuts. I haven't ridden anything that cool. Have you, have you hurt yourself on any of these yet? Yeah, the unicycle, I definitely busted ass <laughs> twice hard, and my wrist still hurts from it. Have you admittedly. seen the new Razor scooters that they, like, drift? Oh, oh my God. You like, you, like, sit on them, and, like, all the kids, like, are, like, riding in, like, Tokyo Drifting. Oh, with drifting. the wheel that, like, swivels yeah. kind of not, thing. Wait, wait. It's not called Tokyo Drifting. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the only thing that you can do. You either, like... <laughs> no, no, you, you could either ride it or Tokyo you, Drift. You, you snap your e-brake, and then you Tokyo Drift. <laughs> snap. I don't know if that's racist. No, of course it's not. I've seen all the movies. I know what is and isn't racist. (laughs) I've seen seen all of the Fast and Furious movies. Guys. I'm deeply aware of where racism exists in society, and it's not in drifting. I've only seen the first Fast and Furious movie. That's insulting. You're done. Literally, that's when he leaves. Uh, So, Sam, tell me some other, you know, we should have a segment. We should sell a segment called, like, the Hype Check. No, no, no. I I think I know the perfect segment for you. Brought to you. Hashtag teens. What's up with teens? But Sam's not a teen anymore. Yeah, but Sam knows everything about hashtag I'm on the teens. teen. I'm riding the teen wave with <laughs> with uh, with the Snapchat usage. Um, I don't know. My hat and shoes match today. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Come on! Wow. <laughs> hype check. We're hype checking right now. Yeah, um, that's it. Hype, we need a sponsor for hype check. It's got to be like a really like not cool brand. But now it's time for hype check. Brought to you by Clorox. <laughs> it's like it's a middle of the road. It's like a brand that's like it's cool, but on its way yeah. to it cool. Like bonobos. No, Starburst would like, like that would like almost make sense. Starburst. Right? Yeah, I think it would. Clorox is great. It's like <laughs> hype check with Sam Sheffer. This much is sponsored by yeah. Clorox. Clean your toilets. Yeah. Be happy, and it's done. Do you clean? 
your toilets. <laughs> are you not? Mama's yeah. got the magic of Clorox bleach. Okay. Do you remember those you commercials? You know that they use it to wash your clothes. Clorox. <laughs> oh, that Clorox. Yes. So Clorox shouldn't sponsor so you, this. Wait, let me ask you a question. In and this is not true for me either, right? Like I literally is your super going to kick you out of your building <laughs> because you put holes in all, all of the no, pipes. I've never gotten to the point in my life where I've understood how to purchase cleaning products, right? So I lived in my parents' home. This is true. I lived in my parents' home, and then I lived a life of immense bachelor filth for many years. <laughs> okay. And then I was lucky enough to like have a girlfriend who was like okay, I can deal with this. And then I was lucky enough to have that girlfriend move in. And then she married me. And like along the way, like she's like, literally our closet is organized for me to be stupid enough to know like this bottle cleans the kitchen. But like it never occurred. This bottle. Yeah. Like this is the one I use. You're a human pig. Yeah. <laughs> I'm inherently you've been, you've been released or into a open space yeah. and then people clean up after you. Right. But I'm saying Sam is clearly not at the point. You, He's uh, like, oh, Clorox. That's what you pour down the toilet. I mean, that's better than, hey, it's the clean <laughs> bottle. Let somebody put down my newspaper so I know where to shit. Like, <laughs> well, no, just say it's, it's Windex what, for everything. I, I suffer, and I'm sure many of the listeners of our show understand this. I suffer from insane consumer paralysis at all times. And that you so buy like, everything? Yeah. Well, okay. I, I do buy <laughs> Chris, Chris caught me like holding the Nexus Six the other day while holding your iPhone Six Plus, and you're like, "I can't wait to buy this baby." And it's like you have a phone that's a month old. Yeah, but it's not that's quite our, big it's, enough. Yeah, uh, you have the big one, Sam. It's humongous. The only reason I have the iPhone Six Plus is because the battery is very good. Comparably, I've had iPhone three G, three GS, four, four S, five, five S. Sure, they all are. We're now never great at battery life. The, yeah. the first day you got it, it was like, yeah, this thing's awesome at battery. And then it's like you go out to a bar at like 8 o'clock and you've got like 40% left and 9 o'clock. It's like 20% left. You're like, what am I going to do? <laughs> are you the saddest wait, person at the bar? Are you wait, just checking your Twitter the whole time? What are you like, what am I going to do? Like, I mean, it's, drink it, more, if you're going If you're going out at like 9 or 10 and you're not at like with the old iPhones and you weren't out, you weren't at like 50 or 60% and you're out at 10 o'clock, you're done for the night. You're not yeah. make, you're not texting your friends at two in the morning. Where's the after party? It's fact. But now with the six plus, I can, check. Go, I can hype check. <laughs> Sponsored by Clorox. <laughs> I can go out for real. I can charge this thing and go an entire day and then wake up the next morning and still have like 20 or 30%. And it's yeah. great. It's super great. And all of your friends are like, why were you texting us at 2 a.m.? <laughs> There's no after party. party. Um, my phone's big. No, the, the 6 Plus is great. It's just, it's so big. I can't even reach the A key. Like if I'm holding it in my palm, <laughs> I can't reach the A key. It's like, like if, if I'm saying like, I'm at this place, it's like I'm ST and it's just like start suggesting things. Uh, and then like that sound you just heard was sam <laughs> dropping his phone in disgust yeah yeah because he yes. finds typing on it slightly frustrating and then and then the best part Screw is this magic the best part is when i hold the six every time i hold the six i'm like this is so perfect why did i do this to myself but this what, is the the reason what, i'm is that at t yeah what time is it 64 128 64 ah oh, man i just it's good 64 is good I'm still waiting for my 128 you still haven't got that one. That's going to take for a thousand they, years. I Connecticut, I New it. York, and New Jersey are out of iPhones completely. It's kind of insane. Yeah. There's oh. just no iPhones to get. Um, I bought the big one also because I'm going to get used to a huge phone. So then when next year, I'm going to get the regular sized one, and it's going to be dandy. Dandy. It's, good. it's my plan. I plan these things. You're literally doing like in baseball when they put the, the weight on the bat so yeah. it's easier to swing later yeah. on. Just that. You're doing yeah. that with a, a cell phone. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Hype check. Hype check. Hype check. I'm telling uh, you. We've checked it. Hype. I mean, I'm not saying we've done a terrific job of ever attracting advertisers to the Vergecast. I'm not saying any major corporate sponsors have ever wanted to be look, near what happens look, in this space. If Clorox starts making toilet bowl cleaner, you're welcome. A, one, I'm sure they already do. <laughs> not, some, not a fact that I know, but just one I suspect. As someone who literally calls all cleaning fluids cleaning bottle, yeah. <laughs> I like to think that I'm an expert. Hey, yeah. where's the cleaning bottle? Oh, it's right over there next no, to the look, other cleaning here's bottle. What I, here's what I know. Here's the thing I know. Suspicion of facts are almost as good as facts. And I suspect that Clorox... <laughs> wow, that's a true journalist right there. <laughs> Speaking of journalism... Oh, God. Yeah, what? He was, try, he was trying to segue. segue. He was trying to segue into some like, into, into some, some actual into some actual topics. If you, if you want to talk about topics. I do. I, I do. Fine. <laughs> All right, wait. No, Chris, you have notes, right? Here we go. Here are my notes. Okay. Where do they go? I'm running. You have tangible notes. Well, these are like my opinions. There it is. I don't really what know. compels you to print out notes? Like that's not something that many people do. Printing anymore. sucks. Right. Like, <laughs> I ruined the paper on the first try. Why do people? How is this still a thing? iPhones. Just, <laughs> I, I, you're the only one who does yeah, that. So, everyone so just like, uses like, iPhones. Like, like, literally, there's like like a, there's a sound of like steam pistons going in like one of our rooms, and it's like it's uh, like oh, plants printing something uh, again. Yeah. Uh, we let plant use the computer again. I walked in, and one of our coworkers was like, "Are you trying to fax something?" <laughs> it's like no. no, I don't even know why. We, anyway, I think the salespeople they do sure. printing. Salespeople love printing. I don't know what they do. They seem like they have a lot of fun though. Yeah, I was doing stuff. <laughs> what? All right, let's. I want to talk. You know, what I want you to talk about with me. Mm-hmm. I want you to talk about Marvel comics and movies. I want. You, I want you to tell me all about what you think about Avengers and what's happening there. So, comic books and comic book <laughs> culture <laughs> is becoming so mainstream; it's insane. Yeah. Uh, I grew up as what I would consider a nerd, um, and like you know, I saw like Batman in theaters and The Dark Knight, and I saw. Uh, you know, I watched the older Batman films too, believe it or not. Oh my god! Um, and now all this of is a the sudden, part of the show where Sam makes me feel like an ancient, ancient like statue of a person. Um, so yeah, there's a ton of Marvel movies coming out, and obviously right. there's just going to be a lot of money made from these films. But it's cool to see that um, the quote geeks and nerds are getting their fulfillment, and whether or not they like those movies is a completely different things, but a uh, completely different thing. But um, I've seen the Avengers. I've seen Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. is awesome, and it's. I think it's just it's cool that they're doing this. Um, yeah. And they've got a Are you super like into these movies Are they, like hype check. N- uh, definitely not like I don't sweat them that much. <laughs> um, hype check. That's a hype word. No. Um, I won't. I won't go see them opening day, but yeah. um, mm-hmm. I will watch them on Netflix. So what? What is? I will watch them on Netflix. That is the darkest burn for like the movie industry. I pay for like, Netflix. It's not even like no, I pay for Netflix. Also, Marvel and Disney will have their own Netflix. Soon. No, I'm that's saying, my suspicion. Yeah. Like it, saying about a, a blockbuster movie, I'll wait for it to hit Netflix. Is basically like you're so unimportant. I will wait five years I, no, for I you think, to like suck the, the so, residual. The darkest burn is like I'll watch it on TBS <laughs> with commercials, with all the stuff it's, taken it's out. Good enough. I will say though. Uh, not to get too sidetracked, but movies are so expensive to go see. I, I yes. cannot justify spending 14 or $15 to go see a New movie York anymore. It's insane. Worse. I saw her in theaters and I saw gravity in theaters. And those are the only two films I've seen in the two years. Well, so but gravity is like one that you have to go see in theaters, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Because it's like the I experience. This, yeah. I did the sad thing where I waited, I waited and then I was like, Oh, I'm going to watch it. And th- I bought a TV. I bought a new TV. I'm like, I'm never gonna 
do anything else in 3D on the sure. television, but I should try this movie. Was it the curved Samsung television? No, it was just my Panasonic plasma. Cur- but, uh, 3D. Yeah, okay. it has a 3D mode that I'm never going to use for any other reason. Sure. Uh, and you can't stream it in 3D on anything. It's true. Like it's not even on Vudu, like the the weirdest of the movie services that has 3D, you can't get it. So I was like, screw it, and I did. I, I'm going to admit a crime. You, uh, you I bought it. Oh. I bought it online. I bought the 3D DVD or the Blu-ray, and I was like waiting for. But then because I was impatient, I pirated that like hard. And then I ended up <laughs> only one way to do it. Like, well, on. I did. I ended up anyway. And then I ended up with like my laptop plugged into a TV, yep. displaying some like crazy stuff on the laptop screen that the TV then interpreted in the 3D. And like five hours later, I was like, "Yeah, well, let's watch this movie in 3D." And all of my friends were like, "Nope, it's too late. We watched you nerd out for like three hours, and now we're done, and we're not watching it." So I sat alone in my house, and you watched it, and it was like, "Why did I do all this work? This is just a movie about floating." Yep. Just endless floating. Was it in 3D? You got the 3D to work. It did. Because, I mean, I'm the king of the nerds. And I was not, I would not rest until it was 3 in the morning and the 3D worked. But it was not worth it. No. I would have gone. I know it's sad. I didn't say it was a happy story. I didn't say you'd feel triumphant at the end of the story about my TV (laughs) and a Blu ray player and pirating movies. Great if I did. Well, and then, and then, and then I was happy at the end. Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) Great. So back to Marvel. Oh, Um, my God. Just, I, I remember specifically when The Dark Knight Rises um, came out, and also the original Dark Knight. Like, every one of my friends saw it in the theater. It was like, I went into the movie theater at midnight, and it was yeah. like, I know you, I know you, I know you. So, I think, I, I mean, they have movies, like, what, twice or three times a year for the next four or five yeah, years two now? Three times. Um, and those are going to be, like, events and, like, big momentous events, and it's going to be pretty cool. To see like awesome yeah. comic superheroes get the treatment they deserve. Oh my god! So you're yeah. saying that this isn't your thing. So what's like your media obsession right now? As a hype beast, I mean, I like Supreme clothing a lot. <laughs> I buy Supreme clothes. It's not media. You can't. Like, it's not media. Do you like uh, open your closet and watch your clothes? I I, love I, the I walk here. into my room and I'm like, man, I got some nice pieces hanging up. Oh I do. It's true. It's true. Like that flower shirt I got the other day. It's a it's a cool shirt. It is a cool shirt. I like your style. Um, No one's going to argue that your style is whack. (laughs) (laughs) All right. No, wax. Wait, what's your your question? Or do you want to kick me off? I don't want to kick you off. I I don't. I'm I'm just going to keep going for a minute. Keep this hype train chugging along. What? That's like a mixture of like 2014 and like 1850s slang. (laughs) Like, okay. Uh, no, so let's let's, real quick. I want want your your gut reaction to the Nexus stuff and Lollipop. And this is how I'm going to transition. I put the drink down to talk about the Nexus. Um, I just, I don't know why phones are so huge. It just, why? <laughs> why are phones so huge now? Like, Vlad wrote this thing, and I completely, yes, I have a 6 Plus. No, the, he thinks it's a mistake. He I know, a life I, of regret. I, no, I know okay. it's a mistake. The, again, the only okay. reason I have this is because video, or sure. video, battery, geez. Um, the, uh, the Nexus Fair. 6, why can't it just be like four and a half inches? Android L. Because then it would be called the Nexus 4.5. Also, I mean, they're, they, they their like, naming scheme. They're, what are they doing I next year? They're done. Understand the number. Me neither. Wait, isn't there they, like, had, like, they have Nexus four, Nexus five, Nexus huh? six, there's a, wait, Nexus there's seven, there's Nexus nine. nine, and Nexus ten. But Nexus six is the newest. Nexus one. six yeah. is the newest phone. Nexus nine is the newest tablet. But they've already done a Nexus ten tablet and a Nexus seven 
tablet, which is a little Why bit bigger. Why are they doing? So next year, it's just going to be one Nexus 8, and it's going to be like the Dell Streak all over again. Do you remember that thing? That thing? No, no. No, no, no that'll no. never happen. Um, Lollipop is great. It's fast. Um, Android has finally caught up to where it's like, I mean, you can argue that it's been like this for a year or two, but it's caught up to iOS in the sense that it's like, there's no noticeable lag. Like the finger drag test, um, it doesn't lag that much anymore, Android. Um, apps are basically all of the way there. Um, and just the Gmail integration and the calendar integration, I never forget, I spent $750 on an unlocked Nexus, uh, Galaxy Nexus back in the day, and I f- switched fully to Android for six or seven months. And that experience, because I'm so tied to Gmail with work, is unbeatable yeah. on, compared to the iPhone. The only problem is that uh, Google Apps for any company that's bigger than five is a disaster. Yeah. Um, like personal could, Gmail stuff is cool. Yeah. Um, also, Google... I, mean, I, I would say our company has experienced Google Apps during this time of transition. Yeah. I have, I have six e- email clients open at any given time. That's yeah. Uh, I mean, like... I use, I use browsers me, to do Let me design. offer yeah. the people a window... Uh, so tell inside tell baseball window into Vox Media right now. Go on. And I say this I'm in the hope. Snapchat while you do this. I say this in the hope that there are Google employees listening. Okay. And that at the end of this story, instead of feeling sad or, mm. or triumph, what they will feel is shame. Oh, okay. So let me just, that's the preface. Got it. <laughs> you want to shame people. I want you to feel bad about what I'm saying. We started our company, uh, which is called Vox Media. We started by launching The Verge. Before that, there was another company called SB Nation, right? That's our other site. So we had one Google Apps domain for SB Nation, and we started another Google Apps domain for The Verge, and we started a company called Vox Media. Then we started Polygon. Yes. Then we bought a company. like Our company bought the Curb Network, Eater Wrapped and Curb, which had three of their own Google Apps domains. You yes. see the earth is Then we started Vox.com. It is impossible to make those things all work together without ruining everyone's lives for eight months. Right. Yeah. That's as, as near as I can tell. That that's the fact. You know, what's an even better idea. What to switch companies while it's all happening. Oh yeah, switch verticals. And right. Because I then, went from and the then verge. for your email to disappear. Entirely. The best. Right. No, the so best like, was just the... the simplest thing that you would want to do, which is have Vox Media be the parent of all the other domains, and then have a, that all work together. Yeah. No, not allowed. You must delete everything and start over. I mean, in our in our company right now, like people, you you just say the words, you whisper the words, email migration. And, and people just start like, crying. They like fall to the ground. They flop around. It's no, I awful. remember the the calendar. There was like fifteen of the same calendar entries for. Do you remember this when when all of a sudden right. everyone had like a copy, just like forty five copies of the same calendar invite? Yeah, it no, was so, a, it was so, a mess. But Chris and I had the same yeah. problem, which is I left the Verge for a minute and went to Vox.com, uh, and Chris went from Polygon to the Verge. And none of those email addresses are remotely connected to each other, mm-hmm. and so all of our calendars are crazy. And it's all because Google built this thing to run Google.com and nothing else, and they don't care about anyone else. And if you talk to anyone who runs a Microsoft Enterprise system, they're like, oh, that would be really easy. I don't understand. And there's, like, millions of vendors in the city who can, like, just, like, show up, and they're like, they'll, the, like the vendor with the lowest bid, right, and they'll fix it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we're just, like, IT professionals. We did this because Microsoft actually built the system to do this. And Google's like, we don't care. What Google will often tell you when you complain about having multiple Google accounts is they will say, oh, we have the same problem because, you know, I have my, my work Google account and my personal Google account. It's super annoying, right? And it's like, don't you work there? <laughs> like, don't you want to solve your own problem? And the answer is they don't. So where are we at now with these emails? 
what's the the answer? Look, just just type my name into Google and just hope something good happens. <laughs> Nothing good will happen. All right, let's let's switch you out, Sammy. I'm okay. sorry. That's I'm fine. sorry to end on this note. It's fine. Do you want to say I, anything else? Um, I'll see you next week, maybe. Hopefully. Yeah, but I'm, we're gonna. Sam's gonna be a fixture on the show. Hype check. Hype check. Um, Spons- I got sponsored by Clorox toilet stuff. <laughs> I got my Snapchat in. I'm good. Thank All you for right. having me. Plant. We love you, Mila, Sam. You're awesome. I love you too. We'll have you. Hugs. David. David. Pierce, take away, everybody. So, Chris, do you want me to read you my Marvel notes? Yeah, I do want to read. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, these are, uh, but you actually you, know what's going on with Marvel. No, I Wait, I, actually, I don't want to know anything write, about your Marvel. Notes. I, I haven't even seen. Didn't you write the Marvel two, post? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing a lot of things on our site. Oh my God. This is uh, a mistake. Okay. I, you gave, you sent the Google doc to me 30 minutes ahead of this. Yeah. Just so everyone That's knows. what I expect. Um, uh, this is what I wrote down as fast as I could. Mom wouldn't let me read comics because the trading cards were so naked. <laughs> Which is true. I don't know if that's so I tried to get into comics, but if you've ever bought Marvel trading cards in the nineties, because I couldn't afford the comics, so I just got the trading cards. And then one, you like piece them together and make They your don't own make comic. any sense because you don't know who's good or bad. <laughs> but two, all the women are like naked. Like naked. <laughs> they were. So then I wrote chains on the girls, not for little boys, because I was a little boy. <laughs> and I remembered a glowing card with chinks or gimlet. And I think gimlet is jinx wait she had like glowing pink cards yeah and i remember that and then i want to know why that character doesn't have a movie um everyone else is getting a movie right so over the next five years they're making like a thousand new movies yeah and and making is the perfect word because it's not like no one's directing it no one's creating it they're just like they're just gonna be they have an excel spreadsheet and they're like this goes here and this goes here and the movie is going to show well, up. No, but here's, like, here's the the bigger question I have about all these movies. And like now, there's Agents of Shield, the TV show. They they're like designing a universe, right? The Marvel Cinematic Universe. And at yeah. some point, like the pressure of all of the interlocking stories of that universe will like basically be do what comic books did already as comic books and totally put everything. No, no off it's just like there will there will have to be one final movie. Where yeah. no creative decision making is allowed, well, right? Because like, every single thing is already decided. They yeah. already showed the character design for a movie that doesn't have a director. It's like, here's what that superhero looks like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. No, I mean, not, and, and we know everybody wants to direct our movies because crazy, right. crazy money. Well, they're going to hand somebody like five million dollars and be like, "You babysit a bunch of Just like really this. vain, annoying actors for like three months, right. some in some remote location." And I would love to know all the drama around Ant-Man because that whole project falling apart creatively and then just becoming like Marvel's going to get it done. I mean, I, I, I don't even know who's directing it now, but it was the guy it who did Shaun of the Dead. And that's, yeah. that's basically what it felt like because it's like, well, that fell apart. And like, nope, we're still going to start it <laughs> right now. Yeah. Paul Rudd, you're going to be able to go see three games of the World Series while we but figure really out what the But it really seems like they're on. the only people who can get people to go to a movie theater. Yeah. I, I, although I will say but, I went and saw so, Gone Girl and it, like three weeks after. It's been three weeks now, right? In that movie. At least, yeah. And Saturday when I went to go see it, the theater was full. Really? Yeah, because mm-hmm. they, they started remarketing it. first. Like they, the first wave of Gone Girl marketing was like, it's a thriller. What happened? Right. And now everybody, like every spoiler alert, everything happened. Yeah. Like everybody knows what happened. And now they're marketing this big marketing push. This is the ultimate date movie. And they're like, it's literally like, uh, this is like, wait, wasn't, wasn't the immediate reaction to the movie that like, this holy God, don't ever movie. go on a date because yeah. you'll probably break up before one of you does something <laughs> horrible to the other. Yeah. 
Um, Kansas, I mean, there's I, no way to talk about this movie without incredible yeah. spoiler alerts. Uh, I, I have an answer. There's everybody a girl and she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> you spoiled it. Damn it, I know um, everything now. I have an answer to your Marvel question. Yeah. I have a crackpot theory. And yeah. my movie writer friends will hate that I said this. I like it. But... I think a lot of the people who are now writing for, like, movie websites, movie blogs, movie reviews, outside of, like, maybe, like, the big five newspaper places are people who read comics as kids. I mean, right. if you, and if you talk to them, like, there's so many mainstream reviews that are like, I loved this as a kid, and it's it is – these are giant movies made for a very specific audience that also happens to be most movie critics. Uh, and I don't think that's the only thing. I think they're also – pretty well-made action movies but i think like the fact that the people who are yeah no i hear you well but it's also running the show on rotten tomatoes are primed to like your movie is pretty beneficial to you but it's also like everybody who writes for like the av club right is like they're 29 and they're like they're also those are the consumers who go to movies like those are the people who go to movies now Right. Are, Those are the, 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 the people, the people who, who spend the most money on movies. I also think like, are twenty nine year olds now, who loved comic books. People also up. want like, things to take their kids to, and like or like anyone to basically. Yeah, but Pixar like and locked like, that up a million years ago. Oh, sure. They're like, oh, like, you want to make a cute movie? Sorry, <laughs> you can't. This is our thing. Yeah. Um, but I it, I think it is like one of the few like family things. Even though the movies are extremely violent, yeah. it's one of the few. But it's like fun things that know. like everybody can go to. It's cute violence. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. That, mm, my mom always jokes. She's like, "You need to, if you want to be a real, real successful writer, you just need to write movies like that women like to see or that kids like to see." And she's like joking, but she's dead on because like any time a movie comes out for anyone that isn't just like yeah a generic white dude, they do great because yeah. people are like, finally. <laughs> anything at all even superheroes which are made for generic white dudes like finally something i can take a family to and not just be totally no, bored marvel's by. trying to like change it all up right they are now right this whole new wave is like diversity marvel yeah 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 oh man and then and then poor dc just has batman versus superman mm. still trying to milk superman i worthless completely forgot about that movie for like six months you know why it's because it's suck. it's also coming out still in like 13 years <laughs> like I mean, it's just like, just let go of Superman DC. Like, Marvel let go of the X-Men. Sorry, we just, like, gave it away to Fox, and it, like, flew away, and we'll never yeah. see it again. And then Fox made all the money. Right, and, like, they just gave away Spider-Man, and Sony is like, we don't have any idea what we're doing, but, like, we basically made a Spider-Man video game, and that'll be the action sequences of this movie. But see, there's something about these movies, they don't but have they just to be let good. Them go. Like, that last X-Men movie is mind-blowingly bad. And people are like, yeah, uh, well, it, it tried. And, and like, <laughs> right. how creative. The, different time zones, yeah, time no, periods. People are so... <laughs> part of the movie takes place in New York, but part of the movie takes place in Los Angeles. What? <laughs> Not Mountain Zone. Nothing's Mountain Zone. <laughs> Mountain zone. That's not what it's. Uh, mount, yeah, mountain zone. <laughs> there is there is Pacific Mountain Central. No, but like Eastern, it's not. It's, it's not Pacific zone. zone. Pacific zone. It's like the Emerald Zone. <laughs> <laughs> you find Sonic in one of them, and he runs to the other one. These all yeah. sound like Sufian skipping the mountain zone. All right, we have Pacific to talk zone. about some other news. There's men, There's lots of other news to talk about. Sorry, was that a song? So, no, Chris. Oh my! God. I don't. I've been singing "Take Me to Higher Love" all day. Yeah, you've uh, Chris is like high love. 
legitimately ruined like two or three meetings I've been in with Steve Winwood. <laughs> Steve uh, Winwood has never yeah. ruined a meeting. Yeah, that's, that's also not Steve. Inaccurate. Just, that's just not accurate. Guys, can we talk about current C? You see how I did that? Now I'm the host. Do it. <laughs> I'm the host. Read your notes, Chris. Current C. Oh, no, we shouldn't because I, this is like the one that I really didn't understand. No, this is good. Let's start with your notes. What, what do they say? Um, here is where I thought current C was before I read about it. Sounds like a, an utilities startup. Yeah. You've heard of AC, you've heard of DC, but are you ready for currency? <laughs> oh, it's money, <laughs> like currency. <laughs> and then I, but I, oh, and it's I felt money. Bad. Can At I just say I one like, thing? I, I feel like you don't know what notes are. Is that is that possible? <laughs> no, well, I write to myself. It's like this is what it's am I like, thinking? Don't like, dear this. Chris. Dear Chris. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how every feature starts. <laughs> dear Chris, this guy has real things to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, oh, it's money. It's like, <laughs> it's money. Like, what, let me just walk through the thought process there. Like you were like reading about it, and you thought, oh, it's money, and then you turned well, to your notes. Like you changed the <laughs> no, window. No, no, oh, you know, it's, it's money. You saw how I typed. It freaks chat out because when people come to talk to me, I don't like to stop typing, so I just keep typing. <laughs> like, right, keep... Okay. So then I looked at what it was, but I didn't feel bad because I was like, I'm I bad tech writer. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say it with an earnest face. Um, nobody had heard of it last week, and now nobody has heard of it but a bunch of nerds. Yeah, that's fair. Is that, like, right? That's yeah. fair. Um, Who are mad about it. It's the ultraviolet of currency apps, Wow, so it, it's dumb. That's a real. That's a good nerd burn. Yeah. You have to, like, right? understand ultraviolet yeah. and that it sucks. See? Yeah, Te- that's a good one. Um, Walmart, no, Walmart sucks, and so <laughs> does the Marlins dude. Did you know the Marlins dude? I don't know if this is true, so <laughs> slander alert. Um, Gamer Kate. I've heard that, the, you know, the Marlins guy who's behind the plate at the World Series yeah. games? Yeah. I, so we like there was a story done by someone who used to work for Vox Media. And uh, it was like, oh, this interesting kind of puff piece around the dude. I heard he's uh, the, like, the workers' rights lawyer for Walmart. Ooh. So not for the employees, but like. Well, for for Walmart. Walmart. So he's paid. That's why so he's behind this. He's, he's, yeah, he's mad the World paid. Yeah. In, I, I can't support that guy. He's like wearing a Marlins little costume to games that don't have the Marlins in it. Yeah. And he like works at Walmart, makes all the money. He's, yeah. just, he, he's on an ego trip. And I, you're saying he's he won't behind. Have any of it. And he's behind currency. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I don't like him and I don't know if I like this. It I doesn't a, seem like I do. I have a <laughs> suspicion of a fact. Yeah. Well, no, can we? Here's the thing about. Okay, can we just go through currency now that we've... Sure. Oh, it's money is a good place to start. That's yeah. fair. and big companies use it instead of Apple Pay. There you go. That's actually the key fact here. So yeah. Apple rolled out Apple Pay, mm-hmm. uh, which is not useful as far as I can tell. I used it the once, right? There was like the explosion. I keep forgetting that it exists. Like I, I'm so ingrained of like I walk in somewhere and I take out my credit card and I hand it to them. Well, there's so and- many places you can't use it that are normal. Like yeah. I was at a bar and I was like, am I going to... Here's my credit card. Here's ca- like, like here's I my don't phone. Take my phone. Yeah. No, but like I was even at, there's a Dwayne Reed right near our office, and I went there and I got halfway into the transaction. She was like swiping my credit card, and I was like, no, <laughs> and, and <laughs> let me use my. F-. And then it was too late. Anyway, but it's good. So it's the only one yeah. that works. I've never used the other NFC stuff, so it works. It's there. Okay. It does work. It's fine. Well, and Tim Cook said it's already the most popular because nothing else is popular. Right. It's like uh, six people use it, so right. you win. Right. Um, apparently, you can use it in cabs in New York City, which I haven't done mm-hmm. yet. Um, but I've whatever. seen that done. Ooh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. <laughs> Not by you? Were you like? Did somebody I was, pull up? You know, like, hype check oh, with David Pierce. I was near it. 
It may or may not have been Taylor Swift. Great. It wasn't Taylor. It was Taylor Swift. Um, You know, I read a long article today arguing that Taylor Swift is a member of 4chan. Anyway. Nice. From like a year ago. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, it was crazy. It was a crazy... Anyway. Uh, So anyway, so Apple Pay's out, but this group of retailers has turned off the NFC and all their terminals. It's like Walmart, CVS... Some other places. Bullies. Bullies. Rite Aid was one. Rite Aid. It's like all the, and because they have backed a rival payment system called Currency. Right. And so what happened. should be a power startup. Mm. Yes. Without question. Like like they weren't explicitly supporting it, but it worked. Right. Like the the tech worked anyway, and they went back and shut it off. Right. Which is the problem. Like it's one thing if they're like, oh, we're not a partner or whatever, but like it worked and then they turned it off. Right. So, but here's the real problem with this. And it, it is, I think the reason. Is there only one real problem? No, there's only one. And okay. I, I believe that it boils down to a single essential fact, mm-hmm. which is they have a rival system. Blu-rays. <laughs> it's Blu-rays. <laughs> they have a rival system, which is fine, but their rival system is built on QR codes, right? You have to download their stupid mm-hmm. currency app. And then, like, it will, like, display a QR code and you, like, show it to a camera and then it pays. That's their system. That's mm-hmm. their version of this. Wasn't this just, like, the thing you do at Starbucks, like, writ large? I'm just saying, I believe. Where you hold it up and you're like, is anything, it in the camera yet? Any, any, any system that at its heart involves a QR code makes people angry. Wasn't it last week that I said this about Facebook rooms and everyone yeah. was like, no, Facebook rooms is going to have organic growth based on social media sharing. Who, what? And then what? That was, are these people? why are you talking to like the that large was rooster from iTunes? <laughs> <laughs> that was my Ellis voice. Uh, why is Ellis Southern? <laughs> <Don't ask. laughs> Michigan is the new South. Uh, <laughs> everybody knows that. That's the other Sufjan album. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> No, but if you use QR codes, you blew it. You blew you it. So, blew it. Blew it. so on top of the QR codes, it cuts out your credit card and it goes straight to your bank account, mm. right? It's basically like a debit card and a QR code on your phone. But because Apple, P, like Apple fans are well, want to use Apple Pay, and their system is so much superior, yeah, this is like a war that is brewing. Can I ask you a question about yeah. all of this stuff? Yeah. So, like Apple, right? Big security <laughs> breach, yeah. big deal. People yeah. are really freaked. Yeah. Then like. A week passes, maybe a month or whatever. And they're like, hey, you know what? <laughs> Trust us with your credit cards, oh, yeah. like all of them. And like we have a device that you can just rub up against something and it'll take yeah, money from it. it. Yeah, right? Rub it. Like why would – I don't think I saw a single article that was like, this feels a little weird. Well, I think the thing is is like everyone tacitly understands that like there's actually nothing on earth that is less secure than your credit card number. So sure. it's like, it would take you just one second to find my credit card mm. number. Like, it's not hard. Sure. Well, and so if, but, like, what <laughs> seems even no easier way. than, like, getting a number on something that's in my wallet is, like, rubbing up against my phone. No. I mean, it can't. Like, because like, you go to places all the time where you hand people your credit card. With oh, and all they, of, and, and, they, they, and they can put away. it through the thing, and they can take this the secret stealing thing. Or like That's any bartender in any sure. bar can just like take right. a picture of your sure. credit card. Wow. Yeah. Or never really when you're, about you know, it like when you're that. a restaurant, and you hand the waitress your credit card or the mm-hmm. waiter your credit card. Not usually, just follows into the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll be coming with. That's you. what they do. Why, why is uh, our culture not like Europeans, where they bring you like the thing to your thing, and you swipe it? They like leave. Yeah. Like cool, now let me cover myself up and like swipe <laughs> oh, this privately. Let me take my payment blanket out. <laughs> my, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one can know. Um, yeah, no okay, one, that no makes one sense. Can know. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's sense. moderately more secure. But then it's not that it's great. It's just 
better. It's not worse. I mean, really. at this point, we should just accept that everything it's, in our life is going to be hacked at one point yes. or another. Is this absolutely yes. a story? Uh, Americans fear being hacked more than being murdered, which is probably accurate because you are more likely to be hacked than murdered. No, I really think this is true. Like, you just you have to assume that at some point you are going to be hacked. Yeah. Also, I like, will say this: I don't know what that means. I don't know how to respond to that. Like, right. So that's the hack versus murder. Because if you're like a, if you're, I think a normal person, and I'm just going to go with it. Go you in your mind. Uh, construct elaborate plans to deal with the threat of murder. Tell me your elaborate plan. Like if someone was to come in this room right now, like I would duck behind the video wall and then I would like fashion. Fucking <laughs> Jason Bourne. Like when I sit down, I make sure there are at least four windows. No, you've never done this. You've never been like, you've never woken up and had like the fuck. Is there someone in my house fear? And then like, what am I to do? And then like, I know where the knife is. This never happens to you. <laughs> oh, no, that I've got down. Right. But the like, right. so, the like, fact that you just that. immediately went video wall is like you sat <laughs> down and like cased the, the joint. Yeah, you know, that's like, what I do. I'm constantly on the Safety lookout. casing. I'm all <laughs> right. I don't want to steal anything. I just want to know I'm going to live. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what you do. In any new sure. room, you figure out where you would hide and then you locate the nearest weapon. That's a thing that I do. I don't know. That's how weird for you. Um, but you. John, our producer, is like, not weird. That's what you do. Totally safe. You locate weapons as you walk through the world. Uh, fine. Just a normal thing. We can't hang out anymore. Your life is a video game. <laughs> <laughs> and then you walk over them and you just pick yeah. them up. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much stuff you're carrying. <laughs> it's super easy, everybody. Uh, but with the fear of being hacked, like, there's no way to be like, and then I would do this. Or like, right. I would feel this threat and I would take these actions. It's more like, nope, that's... yeah. That bad thing is just, just going to happen to now. Yeah. My yeah. wife was uh, hacked while we were in Austin, and she was, like, very, very concerned. And she had to uh, – it was on Apple, <laughs> of all things. And they got uh, – they bought an iPad with it. Uh, and it was right after the new iPads were announced. And at first I was terrified because of forever being terrified because of people threatening sure. to hack me and my wife on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, Gamergate. Yay. Uh, but quickly uh, I realized that, well, I think hopefully it was just somebody who was like, Hey, people are ordering a lot of iPads right now. I'll hack some accounts, order iPads, push them to a offshore shipping facility in California, send them away. And maybe you won't notice when the email gives you an alert because you already ordered an iPad that day too. It's like, think, I think Uh it's a logic because it's a pretty, it's a smart idea, right? Like, order hack people's accounts on the day when iPads are getting announced because everybody's buying them. And odds are that maybe you can sneak a few through. Right. Um, but she like, was worried about it. And she's like, oh, I have, to, I have to get a new credit card and all this stuff. Like, if this is like the, as bad as the hack is, yeah. this is great. Like, right. and that, it's, but it's sad that that is now how I feel about hacking and credit cards where it's like, oh, you got my credit card? <sighs> great. I can get a new credit card. Yeah. Like, right. my, my bank will help me with that. Right. I'm more worried about like anything else. Well, that's so that's actually the thing about all this payment stuff. Like there is this sense that like banks, like huge banks are bad, right? In some way, like, they cause the financial crisis. Sure. Retailers sure. are terrible at security, so I don't want to give them my like, checking card and uh, checking hand information. And it's like, so which of these evil things will I pick? And I'm pretty sure the answer is the banks. Well, yeah, because it's a credit card is a, it's a like, money condom. A credit card is the money condom. It's not directly immediately pulling the money out of your bank right do you do you know how that's wait wait i have an idea let's not do what we're about to do okay i'm just saying like i mean that's not how a condom works Chris. that's all i want to say, <laughs> it, we're, doing to say it. we're doing it we're doing it it now. doesn't sheath your money it doesn't right think about it nope you're still thinking about it now i guess <laughs> uh, i don't know i never learned that lesson <laughs> 
<laughs> I have 23 children. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, David. But he never spends any money. <laughs> I'm just trying to be safe. You know? That shit is protected. Rippling debt. Because I've never actually paid my credit card. It was a money condom. I thought we were all okay. That I would just keep accumulating debt, buying flat screen TVs for my 23 children. How else would I pay for 23 children? It all makes sense. Never has a metaphor gone so poorly on the show. That's definitely well, not true. <laughs> Fair. All right, let's abruptly change the subject. Okay. Uh, uh, Samsung. Do you want? No, no. We should talk about some 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 news. Okay. David, you did some Microsoft stuff. News. Yeah. You did I have actually a bunch somewhere. of Microsoft stuff. I did. So Microsoft is doing health things. Uh, it's called Microsoft Health. I think yeah. it's super funny that Microsoft went from like weird crazy arcane names yeah to just very straightforward like dictionary definitions of words mm-hmm. they're like it's a band let's call it the band <laughs> and they're like well we have this whole platform that's about health yeah <laughs> and, and then somebody's like guys partnering with bob dylan anytime yeah soon. <laughs> he's like a, he gets up and he's like i have he's like the banner and he's got a you know he's got a yeah. curtain over it and he's like guys ready for the name health <laughs> And everybody just goes crazy. And, uh, but like, so basically the idea is uh, health is this huge backend platform. Microsoft's big thing is like machine learning and big data and cloud and mobile. And this is the stuff they keep talking about. So they built this whole platform that is basically like the way to accumulate and ingest all of your fitness data from everywhere. So any yeah. device, any app, anything, it can all feed into Microsoft Health. And then its job is to process all this stuff and basically tell you how to live better. So, like, it plugs into your calendar and it's like, hey, you shouldn't run this morning because you have a meeting. And when you run before early meetings, you get tired later in the day. It's, like, crazy stuff that they think they can do. Uh, And, like, all the way down this road of, like, Mm -hmm. once they get the data to do this stuff, they're like, when you have coffee and then a heavy dinner, you don't sleep very well. But when you have coffee and a light dinner, you're fine. And, like, it's the the things they're going to actually be able to do once they have this all this data or so they claim uh, is just crazy and enormous. And it's the most cross-platform thing that actually exists, which is like a huge deal for Microsoft. They have these really great apps for iOS and Android and Windows Phone, which well, nothing else has. Right. And like it supports Android Wear. It supports like How the motion processor because it's just dumping data. Like it, it, it plugs in at the system level all of... Yeah, all of Apple's API stuff is open. Mm-hmm. It's all open on Apple devices, and Microsoft makes an app for Apple devices. Right. So it's just plugging into Apple Health, and it's plugging into Google Fit, and then it's pulling all this data out. Wow. So like, it just there's so much data available to Microsoft if they do this right, and if they get people to use it. And the first thing they've been, the first thing they made is this, which is the band, which is kind of like weird and big and blocky uh i mean this is yeah this is but it's all it's like it's a prototype like i wrote about it this afternoon and it's it's it feels like something they would have tested it with and they're they're super straightforward about it it was really interesting talking to their team because they're like their whole thing was they're they're only making a certain number of this like they're artificially limiting it because they're like this is not the last one we want to rev really fast and if we make 50 million of these we have to sell them all before we make another one and it was like that's a that's a fair answer and their whole thing is they want to get Bigger and better really fast. That's the charger. It's, okay. a, it's awful. It's not a wait, wait, that's catcher. the charger? So the thing that I just, I walked in today and everyone was talking about this and all I kept hearing was Chris Sigler saying it's not waterproof. It's, yeah. Right? Like, that's weird. That's a yeah. weird thing for something you're so, supposed to sweat on. Well, so the other thing, oh, which. is an interesting clasp. Yeah, it's actually really neat. You can put it on and then change 
you could like you can tighten it if you're working out and don't want it flopping around and then loosen it without actually having to take it off, which is yeah. cool. But Classic so the thing design. that Microsoft is doing that's super interesting is A, all the data is open, so you can read and write to it from other apps. Yeah. Uh, and B, there are 10 sensor modules in that band, no and all 10 are being licensed to other developers. Okay. So if I'm Jawbone or like Samsung making the Gear VR, like I can take the GPS chip, yeah. for instance, and put it in the headset and it just automatically starts writing data. And Microsoft says that's the most accurate one ever. Their whole big thing is like we are collecting better data and doing better things with it. Interesting. And I mean, like, I will say that like I know this is a prototype, but this definitely feels like I am wearing it now. It definitely feels like I'm in a really, really high tech prison. Yeah. That's a bunch see, of people have said that. Do you, I mean, like it's like really tight and it's flat. It, do you ever see the movie The Island? Yeah. yeah. That's... There's Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is in that. Yep. Who's the... It's Ewan McGregor mm-hmm. and Scarlett Johansson. And Steve Buscemi. And Steve. Steve. Steve like, I feel like he it's just, a safe bet at any time to be like, oh, Steve Buscemi's in that. Oh, yeah, sure. That sounds about right. That movie was um, really here, good. Here's my question slash fear about this sort yeah. of thing. is like when you're talking about this coming from the gaming world, I, I think of Connect, which mm-hmm. has uh, all the ambition in the world and the same uh, spiel of... It's going to be able to do this, 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 and this. Uh, and what's actually happening behind it is uh, not mm, trickery is maybe the right word, and that they're kind of finding shortcuts. It's like we're not really figuring out if you should run before your meeting. We're figuring out right. something kind of close to it, and then it's guessing. And I understand that that's programming in general. But when I hear that sort of ambition, like your entire life is going to be controlled by this prison bracelet that you wear <laughs> it, it sounds like a little too good to be true i mean i hope that's true i would i would love for something like that but maybe it's just coming off that 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 sounds yeah no it's totally fair insane. i mean and it's like they they talked about uh the connect like some of the people working on health are the same people who have worked and worked on and talked about connect before and it's like yeah. they talk about they're like we're going to integrate it with all these other things and it's like i've heard you say this so many times yeah, yeah. when you could just hold up your skateboard and it would scan it and then you're skating on your tv yeah <laughs> it's like yeah i remember that never happened that was a neat yeah. idea that you didn't do and <laughs> yeah. then like eventually they'll just be like actually you can buy the band without the but sensors no, but, but or the software the, but that's the lesson here right mm-hmm. the problem with the connect is it only works with their platform yep. and all of the development that that the one part of the Xbox One that would actually be useful for it is like the game side, and games are only profitable if you make them cross-platform for both consoles. Or Microsoft pays you a ton of money for an exclusive, which they just didn't do very well on the Xbox One. It seems, right? Yeah, they did okay. They, but, th- this year they're. They this, have they have more this year than they did last year that I think is okay. Right, so but they I but wouldn't totally this, write them But off. this year they're like they're no there's no more connect requirement. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Like they made it right. easy. Like they but, just they did the thing where they didn't they made the weird new peripheral and they didn't make it open. And, and, it, and it I, I think you're right there to too. Because the stuff people were making on Connect on the side, if it had been truly open from the get go. I, it could be a very different scene. Yeah, I mean, right. and I think that's what this is. Like, right. I think that's this is this, this is them is, learning a lesson, right? Hopefully, and this is what Sachin Nadella talks so much about. He's like, we want to be cloud and mobile. We want to be everywhere. We want to be behind everything. We want to be on every platform. And like, and this, be is, open, this is open, that. open, because right. that's the advantage. That is your advantage if you're going right. up against Apple. Well, and and right. for Microsoft, like part of their pitch, if I'm you know if I'm a guy building a you know if I'm building a device, I don't have to build. Uh, a back end. I don't have to build a thing that collects and processes data. I can just dump it into Microsoft and let them handle that. Or if I'm building 
hardware, I can actually have new weird ideas about where to put the hardware and literally let Microsoft build all of the modules. Like they've done all the hard work and they're just giving yeah. it away to people. I feel like yeah, they, but so if you have an iPhone or you have a an Android phone, mm-hmm. so what, you buy the new piece of hardware and then you it says this. You mean you buy whatever you buy something. Sure. <clears throat> You buy headphones. Like Jawbone is a partner. Sure, sure. So, so like you buy the, some whatever the next Jawbone thing is. Uh, and they say, just download the Microsoft Health app on your Apple device. And it just dumps things into iOS 8 Health. Mm-hmm. So which one? No, it th- doesn't dump things into iOS 8. I mean, I guess it might. I don't actually know how that works, to be honest. I got to figure that out. Because that's the weird part, right? Like, well, no. I mean, which what one are you supposed to use? What they're hoping for and betting on is that you're going to use Microsoft and not iOS 8 Health. Because iOS 8 Health is... A like a horrible mess of like just not really existing as anything. Right. It's like a weird place you go to look at numbers. And Microsoft Health is like, we're gonna do much more than that. We have plans and ideas and thoughts. And then on the flip side, they're like, we're everywhere. So yeah. like most people don't just own one company's stuff, right? And like you don't necessarily you're not gonna necessarily own an iPhone for the next ten years. But right. the value of something like Microsoft Health is that it doesn't matter what device you own and your data actually matters over, you know, weeks right. and months and years. So in Microsoft yeah. Health, it's pulling from everything else that plugs into iOS 8 Health and then you can just walk away with it. That's the idea, yeah. Hmm. It feels like one of these really good ideas that at some point, like, misses a translation layer and everything gets complicated. Yeah, I mean, this is what, like, th- this is the point where I stop trusting Microsoft is to, like, nail the constant execution. And I asked them this, I was like, how do you avoid the PC problem where most people make really shitty stuff that doesn't do the job well and gives you a, in this case, bad data, which is worse. Right. Because it's not, you can, and that's like their solution is to, you know, license the sensors, but it's like, well, people are still going to write to your software with crappy hardware. And this is like, this is their big problem, right? Is they're like, we can be wide open. And by being open, you open yourself up to everybody else's terrible ideas. But Apple has that same problem, right? I mean, their whole thing is like, look at the iPhone. It does all this stuff. Like everybody plug your weird sensors into it and you can, you can get bad crap talking to iOS 8. Then it becomes curation, you know, that's part of even going into the Apple store versus going into the I just think, I mean, I think it's like fascinating app, like literally Microsoft did this. Nintendo did a weird thing. Like a wearable. Dude, health is the ball game now. Like it's but it's what why? everyone. I I don't know. I mean, and even like I was talking to the the number they quoted to me when we were talking it about. It literally feels like the industry invented some uh, other crap for people to buy. I, I think it's like the true future thing, right? Do you remember Gattaca? Wait, yeah. neither of you saw Gattaca. No, I, know. I, Gattaca? I, I hear, I hear yeah. what you're saying. But I think it's like that represents the future that's attainable. Like we can't have hover cars, right? We can't have all the pill food thing silent whatever but we, we don't have a lot of those things yeah. in a real way that matches i think our expectations but having like gobs and gobs of data and then afterwards doing which i think is the microsoft thing that data actually telling you what to do yeah once it when this stuff meets basically a good ai i think is when it makes sense when you have a robot that tells you every morning that hey you know what you would probably like uh, Brussels sprouts. You've never had them before, but they're what you need in your diet. And here's a really good recipe that is spicy because you like spicy food. So it'll make Brussels sprouts taste better. Like when that is happening, all the data makes sense. But until then, it's just data. Does that make sense? No, I, like, mean, I, I, I hear like that. That's a high minded sort of like the industry moved in this way because that's but, what we want. 
but I, I think that's what I think. They're, yeah, they're it's artificial one. They're forcing it, sure. But I think it's also just because that's the most doable thing right now. And I think a lot of tech companies realized it all at once. No, it's, that's what I, I think. Right, I'm saying that's like the positive spin, right? Like that's th- that's like the, the happy negative spin story. is that they want to make money. The negative spin is that the the smartphone ate every other product in the world, and Sony is like, crap. Well, we're not selling digital cameras anymore, or voice recorders, or Walkman, or whatever. We have to create something. What's the next thing we can make? And like Fitbit sold a handful of Fitbits, <clears throat> and they're like, yep, that's the one. And they're just like, they're, everybody is basically like Samsunging out, trying to make health devices. Including Apple, right? Their watch is basically a watch with a heart rate monitor on it right now. Yeah, and basically the same ideas as everybody else's watch. And well, what's weird to me is that everybody admits but, that it's a niche product still. Like talking to Microsoft, they were like, I think the number they kept quoting was 190 million are going to be sold in the next five years, and like that's a that's a big number. But yeah. they they still keep talking about. Uh, you know, this is for a certain kind of fitness enthusiast. Yeah. And like, there are lots of those people, but that that's not a mainstream product. True. And like, I, we might get there to the point where it's a mainstream product, but we might not. Like, it, I, it's a weird thing. I know what you mean. It feels to me like MP3 players back in the day, like way before Apple, uh, where there were all these weird variations on the MP3 player. You had like the ultra small one right. and you had one that was just an album and you had, you can play MP3s off of, uh, CDRs. Uh, and right. it wasn't until really, I think even the iPhone that like it really, really clicked as something new and different. I, the iPod classic obviously was a tremendous success, but it felt like it figured out what was the other half of that equation. Right. There's, it has to do more. It has to, to, to be like t- critical mass. It has to do everything. And that's what it feels like it's missing here. Maybe the iWatch is that. Maybe just wearables that also do health is that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's I, I, I don't know. That's the thing is nobody knows yet. And right. I, I really don't think, I don't think it's a guarantee for any of them, including Apple. Yeah, I mean, right. like Apple's betting on the other, like one half being fitness and the <laughs> other half being like yeah. Spotify and... I think looking Talk at to your each other with your heartbeat. wrist is not think, the answer. I think that that feels no, dude, crazy. So to let me, me tell you. Can I let me tell the people a story? There is a thing that might be happening to you in your life if you have an iPhone called. It's called air slothing. It's just a thing. It's it came out of the verge. It's happened to me. It's happened to David. I've air slothed David multiple times. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, it just is a thing. It's what happens when you have airdrop on in your phone and suddenly a picture of a sloth in an astronaut's uniform appears. That's just, it's just a thing. And I know for a fact that we've, a member of the Verge team has tried to air sloth multiple high-ranking Apple executives at events. That's known in this room. <laughs> Don't tell anybody else, though. It's, not, it's yeah. just the three of us and no one else knows. You can just no one listen. <laughs> yeah. uh, all of the tens of thousands of people listening to this do not tell Apple executives that they have been air slothed, even though they would obviously know because they saw a picture of a sloth. Wait, where are you going with this story? Here's what I'm, here's what's going to happen. Heartbeat slothing is going to happen as soon as we all have Apple watches. I'm going to troll everybody with my heartbeat constantly. No, you're not. Because do you know what you're going to do? Is you're gonna draw pictures of dicks? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna draw pictures of dicks. That's what that's what the Apple Watch is for. It's so it's easy, the easiest way ever to draw pictures of dicks and send them another. It's people. a long D and a W. D and a W. It's just it's so easy. 
<laughs> you never thought about this? Well, we all this? learned something. You never today. thought about how it's just a long D. It's a long D. <laughs> I, guess, I guess. I never even thought about it, but it is a long no, D. But here's, yeah. here's a thing that I'm wondering. I, it never occurred to me to, to come up with like a mnemonic or like an easier way. <laughs> well, I draw this penis. I do the clay. I must draw a longer D and then a W. Like, to you. I didn't need instructions, I guess. It didn't. Okay. Sure. Well, I'm glad for all of you out there who are challenged at dong draws. Uh, that's a phrase. Which no one will be when the Apple Watch comes out. <laughs> Fair. All right. Let's talk about one more thing. Okay. One more thing. Here's what it should be. I would like David to tell us all of his thoughts about the Taylor Swift record because I know what I think about it. So I, you had like feels. Sort it of. Leaked. He, like David ran away into a room. He's like, I'm going to live blog my experiences. No, so I did. So I went, I, I got in a comfy chair, I turned the lights I off. Got in a comfy chair. Uh, I put my computer on airplane mode. I was like, I do not want to be distracted during this whole process. This is very important. This process? This, and this was like, this was a <laughs> thing a for me. creepy scientist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like this, I, I was in a clean room. Yeah, yeah. I had latex gloves on. He's <laughs> It was a whole thing. All right. Uh, All right. All right. But so then I just, it, it didn't come. Like I sat there to try. <laughs> Goodbye. Everyone. It's a long D and a W. Uh, <laughs> brought to you by the Apple watch. <laughs> uh, but so it just like, I think Taylor Swift's album is terrific. It's boring. Uh, it's boring. It is. I agree. I think boring. it's, there are a bunch of really good songs on it. I really okay. like it. I think she like tried super hard to make a cool eighties pop record to be one of the cool kids and it worked and like, it's, it's good. But Taylor Swift was like her last album was like every kind of song in the world. And she was like, I'm Taylor Swift. I can do dubstep and then country. Cause yeah. I'm Taylor Swift. And I was like, I love you Taylor Swift you because you do everything. Mm-hmm. And that is like good for you. Like you do, you're yeah. 21 and you hear a song and you're like, I can make that better. And then you do. And that's cool. And this time she was like, what if I only made songs with the same beat where I didn't talk about boys, but I kind of talked about boys. <laughs> and it's like, it's good. I like the first like five songs on the album. Sure. But it's also like, it's just, I'm, I'm over it. Like I keep forgetting that I have it on my computer to listen to now. Yeah. Like I forget that it came out. Yeah. Which is a weird thing that I did not expect to happen with this album. Yeah. I mean like Vox.com live blogged it. Like it was a moment. It was a moment was. for other. I mean, world I also think like the, it's not like just me. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like Taylor Swift is if she's good at one thing, it is like marketing Building. hype to be Taylor Swift. Marketing is insane. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I want to know how many people were involved in that. Getting that the New York, uh, like all of New York involved, the Empire State Building having that light show. Yeah, but then she's like the New York City ambassador, like welcome ambassador. Yeah, it's like what Did is you see the what? video? There's like a website. She's like, what's a bodega? And it's like, I don't, you have to stop this, man. <laughs> this is the worst. Like, uh, it's like if Sex and the City made an infomercial. Wait, I would watch also, that. Can we? Can so we I, come on. 1989. You would watch that? You would watch that. Uh, I would hate watching it. It's like Miranda walking around all sad. No. She's like, this is called the stoop. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, literally, that's the video. She's like, we don't call them porches here. We call them stoops. It's like. Why are you talking this way? Like, no one was confused about that. Yeah. Like, it, like I don't know. Um, I do kind of like the, like, Taylor Swift got a bunch of crap for Welcome to New York, which is, like, her basically being, like, New York is terrific and everybody's rich and wonderful and treats me friendly. And it's like, oh, no, right. this is Taylor Swift's New York. 
And like, I well, kind of I mean, love her the, for doing that. Main... She's like, I don't care. Like, I... I don't think she's like, I don't care. I think she's like, I don't know. No, she got here and anything. spent $20 million on real estate in New York City yeah. and just has like a happy life where she skips through Central Park with her bodyguard behind her. And like, that's fine. And like, Taylor <laughs> Swift, you, you do you, Taylor Swift. Also, okay. that's how I feel. Go on. Uh, my also, computer has been waiting for Apple to deliver my iTunes match results. For two years. Why do you use iTunes Match? I, I paid for it one time. Now mistake. we're just waiting for that to happen. It did deliver the U2 album. Thanks. Needed that. How do I? I know I bought the. I drunk bought this record. This is a true. Whose who's computer is this? You guys, I just got invited to a Slack room in our Slack called Taylor Swift. And I. I'm, Wait, I am being. My case. Kelsey Railed at for not. For being Who, over in 1989. Room? Dox the room. Now, I'm not going to dox the, the room. The media is self-doxing This is like today. the most important room Fox. that I'm The media in. is self-doxing over the place today. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. First look media, the people at Glenn yeah. Newell and The Intercept, they like railed on their own competing, their own sister public. Self-dox, dude. Get in the game. Listen, man. I got, I can't do it. It's too important. It's too important. Well, they're, they're mad at you, though. Guys, I have, good I have look, one it's, question. It's a good have, album. Style is the second best song that Taylor Swift has ever done. I don't know. I would. And I want to listen to it, but I'm waiting for Apple to deliver my answers. Why is it called 1989? That's because the that's the year she was born. born. And it's also like... The, it's the perfect year because... Because the album... I mean, the album no, is, it's it's, a, is clearly attempting to sound like it was made in 1989. But even beyond that, it's like something that to someone in the eight, who was born in the 80s sounds nostalgic. And to someone who was born in the 90s sounds like... Ooh, like 80s culture. It, so it, it feels like it's like this. right in that sweet spot. So where is yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I crazy? guess. Like I it don't feels know, like it's like It's like a year that's like. I mean, this to me, the actual thing about this album is uh, like I, wh- what I wish she had done was kind of what she started to do, which was like basically release a single a week. Sure. And as a collection of songs, it's better than like listening to the album front to back. Where is this record on my computer? It iTunes says. Here's every. Just this is the worst program. Yes, iTunes is awful. Like, like literally, built the an empire the on this. First time. This is like if you built a castle, right? You're like, here's my new cat. I came go back on. to Apple. I built this an metaphor empire. is going to go great. I and this was their castle. It okay. was their fortress. Yeah. This this program saved Apple. Yes. And now it's a crumbling ruin. And they're like, no, no, no. iTunes, keep using it. It's garbage. Sorry, I'm very mad about this. I just want to listen to it. I use Winamp. I wish I did. There, I'm Fubar 2000, guys. <laughs> Have you heard? Did you guys do the title test? Chris was very titles the new high quality streaming service like 20 oh, yeah, months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did he make you do it? Yeah, did, of did course. Pass? Yeah, I have great ears. Yeah, I passed. <laughs> We're all very proud. Cool, of you. humble, Brad, Chris. Can hear anything? I can't. I just. Uh, no, I'm making just... this face. <laughs> It's good. You like it. She's. Uh, I, I, I wanted to listen to the record, which I purchased, which I'm not allowed to no, listen the, to. The funny thing about iTunes is like I've opened iTunes two times in the last 12 months. One was to download Beyonce's album and one was to download Taylor Swift's album. And that's it. Aren't you buy like a I'm CD? literally getting side channels now telling and, me that 1989 is I mean, we have irritated our entire company. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's real mad. You're it's all. Okay. okay, whatever. They don't have to have a good taste. They can still work here. Listen, uh, this it's is awful. Like, I, like, it's not the album. I don't know what the album's like because I can't listen to it. But the U2 really, album is here for me. 
Congratulations. The, way, the progress bar for iTunes Match has now gone from full and stuck to three quarters full and stuck. Okay. Just, I mean, this is what's going to make your computer like kernel panic and explode. Uh, it's just having iTunes. It, <laughs> iTunes just crashed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was the Vergecast. I don't know how we listen to music now in 2014, but I'm pretty sure it's Googling for it on YouTube. Um, that's a fact. I think that's real. Yep. It's real for you. It's real for me. All right. That was our show. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff I'm supposed to say at the end of the show. Let's see if I can remember it all. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes is, I believe, the most important thing. So open the worst program on your computer, which is almost certainly how you get this podcast. And, and before it crashes. Or the podcast app on your iPhone or any number of competing podcast apps on Android where innovation reigns supreme. Uh, and then find a place to tell us that we're good at stuff. Uh, and then do that. So that that's number one. Just do that thing. And if you hate us, tell Neli at theverge.com. Pick up your phone, throw it across the room, and look. Just watch out for murderers. <laughs> Make your exit strategy right yeah. now. That should be. Where I mean, will you hide? If you hate us, you lasted this long. Why are you snapping? All right, Chris. Uh, here's. I've been very happy to have you come and join the Verge team and be on our show. Don't say uh, you don't like Steve Winwood. Because it's, I, I, have, I have extremely uh, uh, medium feelings okay, about Steve Winwood. But I know that I was not happy with how you dance. Wait, can I just, can I just say something that <laughs> I just heard? That. Chris Plant invented dad dancing. This is a thing that, that I'm, I, I am I think confident more of a mom of. dance almost. <laughs> <laughs> it's like dad face mom dance. I don't. I you don't have to like be that. like a little too proud of yourself. Uh, you can you can tell <laughs> Chris about his was. dancing because he's at Plant on Twitter. Sure. David is Pierce David. I am Reckless. You can go into the post and leave a comment. You can send us an email to any one of a variety of email addresses that may or may not work. Because Google's enterprise infrastructure is garbage. Uh, we, what else? We're on Facebook. We're on Facebook. You should like us on Facebook. We're and very we're close to 10 million likes. 1 million. 1 million. Easy, Patel. God. Easy. Can 9 million more <laughs> of you like us on Facebook? No, we're very close to 1 million likes on Facebook. I know Sam's very excited about that. Yeah, and it's our third birthday in 48 hours. So we want to get yeah. to, Sam is very excited about getting to a million before our Do it. birthday. 10,000 people just. Get on it. I just That's want to give one there. shout out to uh, Vox-Taylor-Swift, uh, a Slack room. Uh, they recognize <laughs> that I'm a great dancer, and I want to say that I love all of you. <laughs> you just gave a shout out to a Slack room. <laughs> Welcome to the future. It's tech. All right. Well, Welcome to the future. It's tech. That's the, the Verge's <laughs> tagline right oh, there. God. Well, we've got real brand strategy conversations <laughs> to have now. That was our show. I'm so glad you listened. It's, it's what we do. I don't, I don't know why we continue to do it, but many of you seem to like it, and we'll be here dancing for you like well, monkeys. They, they listen. Right do they like it is different. They listen. Uh, I have a lot of thoughts about hate fading as an action. Oh, we actually wonderful. had a really... Uh, in our, you know, we have a weekly like reporter story meeting, sure. which both of you missed today, by the way. Nobody invited me. It's because email migration. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, but we have a week. I was learning what so a all our, is. All of our reporters like hang out, and we have a story meeting every week. And we were talking about hate faving. Addy made the point that a hate fave doesn't actually do what you want it to do because it it gives you something. So if you want to do something negative, if you want to express hate, you have to take something away. But a hate fave is like a contradiction in terms because you give someone a fave. I've never hate. I I, I almost is. exclusively hate fave. 
Hmm. When you fave something, or my two moves are I either hate fave or I just write back and just say burn in all caps, (laughs) which is pretty good. Uh, the master of hate faving our team is uh, Casey Newton. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the hate faving is something I do. So hate fave us, that's fine because it accrues us faves. <laughs> so just whatever you want to do, that's cool. Just as long as it gives us something, it doesn't take anything away. Unless it's Chris Plant's credit card number, which is freely available. Which is all yours. All yours. All right, that was our show. <laughs> Three, four, two. As eight, always. Eight, <laughs> sorry. I'm just going to give everybody my credit card number. <laughs> Wait, go on. Uh, <laughs> as always, we can neither begin nor end the show cleanly or well. So... This will be our abrupt ending. Bye. <laughs> Come on. <laughs>